We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final from L.A., and the results are not good. A Brewers game one loss in this three-game set against the Dodgers 8-6 final. And welcome in, everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. My name is Tim Allen. Nice to meet you. There is uh, Toby Altizer, also known as Anytizer, also known as Toby Wan Kenobi. I just made that up. Uh, Brewers uh, lose this one, and uh, they were up five to one mid-game in the fifth inning, and then then all hell breaks loose. And the Dodgers go on the attack. And when I say go on the attack, this team has shown uh, the propensity to not recognize when they're when they're being ambushed. And when guys are swinging early in the count, it seems like uh, it's it's always the the good offensive teams that will choose to do that. Brewers have done that a couple of times this year as well. So to be fair, I, I got to point that out. But on the other hand, um, there has been really some situations here, and it always seems to be uh, the Cardinals. Seems to be the Braves. They did it in uh, in the two series that when they faced the Brewers, they, they got on the attack, if you will. And certainly the Dodgers did it here tonight, and it culminated with a uh, grand slam off the bat of Trey Turner in that fifth inning off Lauer, and that tied the ball game at five, and then uh, was just attack on runs that weren't there for the Milwaukee Brewers offense. And do you find yourself... Uh, thanks for staying up late, too, by the way. I appreciate that. Uh, do you find yourself thinking the worst possible scenario here? Is that is that what you're thinking about? Worst case scenario? Um, I have to uh, kind of redirect my thoughts as well. Because what happens here late in this game when, when you know, again, Jansen's in and it's going to be a tough uphill climb to get him. They were in the ball game all the way to the end, no doubt. But once, once it started to settle in that, man, this might be a loss here, then I got to thinking about this uh, six-game road trip, uh, three in St. Louis and then three in L.A. here against the Dodgers. And when I looked at this early, uh, early on this year, when the schedule came out, 
and the times came out and it was solidified. I looked at this and I thought, well, that's going to be fun. That's going to be a lot of fun into St. Louis, into LA, uh, maybe a, a ton of play, uh, playoff ramifications. And, and to a degree it was it's certainly not for the brewers though. And so it, it took away that sort of energy run at the end. But what it also did was make me kind of think about things in, in terms of, well, let's nutshell this St. Louis and L.A. thing now that we're four games into this six-game road trip. And I, I had to redirect from this thought. Do you really want to go into the playoffs losing five of your last six games? Now, Craig Council would disagree with that. Craig Council would say that these games have nothing to do with next Friday. These games, you know, you could have a guy, and I heard him on the flagship pregame today, uh, that, that these games, you know, if you, if you go three for four, well, that's not going to determine anything for next Friday. I'm not sure that I buy that. I mean, I get it. Every game's its own story. Every game's its own entity. Every game is its own situation. But don't you want to go in kind of swinging a feeling good about yourself? How about that? I think that part of it is maybe missed by Craig Council. You want to go in feeling good. Now, it is a good feeling, don't get me wrong, that you were in this comfort zone and cruise control for a good chunk of this month. When you think about it, the vast majority of this month, you were just, Hey, that's fine. All is well Had a no hitter on, on the 11th, but you don't want to go into the uh, postseason here on, on this kind of funk, do you? So I have to mentally retrain and redirect things a little bit. Um, now the other thing I noticed here is that the Brewers did come out with some energy in this one. Craig council, same interview mentioned that, that it's a nice, it's a nice place to play. It's, it's a cool place to play with all the fans and just hyped up a little bit. Dodgers in an intense race, trying to win that, uh, NL West. Uh, they took a hit giants did, did win tonight. So their magic number is at one. Uh, they determine their own fate and the Brewers can, you know, really, I guess if the Giants open the door, Brewers can, can play spoiler, but that was nice for the Brewers to come out with some energy like that. Now the redirection for me mentally, when I'm getting really miffed at, uh, these Dodger fans just getting into it, I'm not blaming them. Hey, I, I cheer just as loud, uh, for my team too. But I, I just think of the positive side, and that is next Friday at American Family Field when you guys are going crazy. That's what I'm looking forward to. So this, this road thing into St. Louis with all those fans, this road thing into L.A. with all those fans, I'm trying not to, and, and I think I've accomplished this, try not to let that get to me too much because the payback is going to be against the Atlanta Braves. They're going to be wondering the same thing. Holy crap, these guys are going crazy. What a, you know, what a, what a great atmosphere. And so I'm looking forward to that next Friday. Uh, Eric Lauer uh, started this one, pitched well for four innings of work, and then, boy, it went off the rails in that fifth inning. We'll get to our game recap 
here in just a second. Uh, we are live here in the Lakeland University studios with online learning in seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your ter- terms, lakeland.edu. Uh, Toby, just a, a, a Trey Turner night tonight, and they really jumped all over Eric Lauer. We went over it uh, probably about the seventh inning or so, and, and we looked at uh, the, the play-by-play, and we saw that they were on the attack. They were swinging early in counts, and they just, they just jumped all over Lauer. I, again, I've noticed it this year. I've noticed it last year, too that uh, teams tend to do that. And I think the Brewers are a little bit slow on the uh, uptake as to when teams are doing that. But the Brewers, they've done it a few times this year. It seems like it happens more against the Brewers. I'd have to go back and and look. That would take some, Toby, a lot of looking. But did it seem like that to you that the the Dodgers just said, hey, man, we're just going to go out and attack uh, Lauer in that fifth? Yeah, I mean, especially in that fifth inning, they just decided to go after him. At that point, they had nothing to lose. You're down 5-1. to one. you got to try and get something going there, even if it's just a run or two to try and get back in that ball game. You don't want to get into that Brewers bullpen down four runs there. So, you know, they just come out a little more aggressive, and they're able to get some guys on. Maybe you, you look at Craig and say, why don't you get somebody on? It seems like they're getting some good swings off of Lauer here in the first couple you know, hitters of that inning. He's able to get that pop-up off Seeker. You think he might be able to get out of it. Yep. And then yep. Turner just beats you once again on a, on a pitch that was a mistake. I thought the first pitch that Turner hit out for a home run in the first inning, Turner just kind of waited back on it and backspun that thing out down the right field line to the short porch there. I don't know that that was necessarily a terrible pitch by Lauer. I think you know that's more good hitting than bad pitching. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I know you're not a guy that likes to hear uh, that was a good pitch when it was out of the. It's in a fan's hands and out of the yard. So, <laughs> right. But I, I think you know they they just came out aggressive in that fifth inning. Lauer's got to do a little bit better job executing. But this is the first time that he's really struggled against them. And, you know, maybe Craig needs to pull the leash a little sooner. He will do that in the postseason for sure. Yeah, his uh, career record 6-0 and against the Dodgers, a 1-8 ERA coming into today's performance. So, I mean, he's seen enough of the uh, L.A. Dodgers and did enjoy some success. Boy, that is a run for Eric Lauer. I mean, it's been, gosh, I can't remember the last time he got beat up. He's been dynamite. And I think because of that probably has earned – uh, a few innings in the postseason at the very least. So we'll see about that. Now, speaking, if you want to uh, comment, you're up late with us, uh, 414-799-1250. We're going to hear from Craig Council tonight as the Brewers fall 8-6. Reminded me uh, that the Brewers are in the playoffs for the fourth consecutive year. They have a 95-win season at the moment, two games to play in the regular season here in the 21 championship season. And they've been doing a fine job against the Dodgers. They're 3-2 and two in the five meetings thus far against the L.A. Dodgers. 25-10 and 10 now against the uh, National League West. It's a good sign. It's a really good sign. But it reminded me of uh, these two clubs going head-to-head last year in the playoffs in that three-game set in which, yeah, again, it was a funky pandemic season and – you know, everybody was sideways, and some still haven't recovered from it. You, know, you get guys like Omar Narvaez and, and Avi Garcia that have. You get guys like Christian Yelich and really Keston here that haven't. It just derails. And, and Bellinger, too, on the Dodgers' side. 
He's just yeah, has some re- and f- try and figure that one out. I mean, when you figure the 18 and 19 MVPs doing what they're doing in, in Bellinger and Yelich, that's crazy. That's, that's just crazy how baseball can get you. There's, there's no doubt it can get you physically for sure. We all know that. But mentally, it can, it can chew you up and spit you out. But it reminded me of going back to uh, the difference in these two teams. This will make you feel better. In, in any uh, postseason matchup, now I know the Brewers aren't going to face the Dodgers in the first round, but maybe they do in the NLCS. It's quite possible that these two teams are going to meet up again in the NLCS like they did in 2018 when it went to Game 7 on the uh, doorstep of the World Series. So if, if you look at, if you look at the, this is the batting order that the Brewers threw out there in game one against the, this Dodger team in last year's playoff matchup. Avi Garcia led off with the season he was having. Wow. Yelich was batting second. Jed Jerko was in the three spot. <laughs> okay. It, he was probably their best hitter down the stretch last year. Ryan Healy was the cleanup hitter. Garcia, Yelich, Jerko, Healy, Orlando Arcia was your five hitter last year in round one, game one of the playoffs. Keston Hira was your six hitter. So again, Garcia, Yelich, Jerko, Healy, Arcia, Hira, Taylor, Luis Urias, and Jacob Nottingham. <laughs> okay. Are you impressed yet, Toby? Uh, I feel a lot better with this <laughs> Brewers roster. <laughs> no kidding. Garcia, Yelich, Jerko, Healy, Arcia, Hira, Taylor, Urias, Nottingham. You know who to fit right in with that roster? Jackie Bradley Jr. <laughs> yes, he would have. Yes. And, or maybe throw in Daniel Robertson for a, for a spot start right there. <laughs> Uh, Dave Roberts sent this team out there. Uh, no wonder we, we saw the result it had last year. Betts, Seeger, Turner, the Justin variety, by the way. Betts, Seeger, Turner, Muncie, Smith, Bellinger, Taylor, Pollock, and Barnes. I mean, come on. Now we've got a little different landscape here, do we not? That should have made that should make us all feel better about next Friday's uh, lineup, Dis- despite what's going on uh, with a guy like Christian Yelich. I mean, man, that is uh, I, it. Just reminded me to go back and take a peek at this thing. Pretty crazy, what a difference a year can make, and that's a testament to David Stearns. It really is to reconfigure from ending that season that way and then heading into this year's uh, round one uh, next Friday. Uh, pales in, uh, just a pale in comparison. Now, I think the team would have done well with Jed Jerko this year. Honestly, I would have re-signed him. And I don't even, I don't even know if he's still playing baseball. I, I haven't heard nothing about him. So, um 
That, that, that does make me feel better about things. 414-799-1250. Do you, do you find yourself thinking the worst-case scenario here? I think you shouldn't. It's, it's, it's a mental exercise that I'm having myself, and I find I'm winning because they've had a tremendous, a, a, an amazing season, a fantastic season. Don't let this spoil you at the end, even if the Dodgers win the final two games of the regular season here and the Brewers lose five of their last six heading into the playoffs. Don't let that ruin things. American Family Field next Friday, it, it, it's, it's all going to be water under the bridge here. It is. You're going you're to start over next Friday. All right, 799-1250. Let's get Marshall in here. Marshall, you're on the fan. Thanks for staying up late. Oh, you're, you bet, guys. Uh, good evening or good morning, rather. Uh, I was in and out of my sleep, but I'll tell you what, guys. Um, I'm, I'm not freaking out or anything, but, here, but here's something that call me a little old school here. I don't like five out of six going into the into the into the playoffs. Um, I'm guys. I'm just going to share some history with you of what I what I've seen over my my lifetime, and I'm going to use a football analogy first of all. And Tony Dungy, although he won a Super Bowl, did had a fine career. He's a great man. All those things. I still a season when the Colts were thirteen and zero. This was about ten, twelve years yeah. ago. I oh, guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. I reckon, as I would say in the South, guys, um, they were 13-0. and 0, And he decided, and he admitted his wrongs. He learned his lesson from it, but, but he learned it the hard way. Basically turned, off, turned everything off, said, we're in the playoffs. Instead of going for undefeated, first of all, that would be me. I want to mm-hmm. win every game, guys. You know my how competitive I am. You've known me a long time in some cases, Tim. Oh, yeah. Um, not only did they lose those three games, mm-hmm. they couldn't find the on switch, and they lost in the first round of the playoffs mm-hmm. and just flamed right out. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen to the Brewers. First of all, I want to get the team record this year. Well, that doesn't look too good right now. I'm hoping maybe to tie it right now. I was right that we wouldn't win 100 because I think it's just human nature. When you clinch so many things, you're going to take your foot off the gas a little. But my humble opinion, guys, and the, and the Devin Williams thing doesn't bother me. We've got a deeper bullpen than we had two years ago when Canable went down. So we can overcome that. And I just feel bad for Devin. It was a mis- terrible mistake. These things in life happen. So I haven't been too hard on that. I just think even before Devin went down, we were taking I, – I just worry we're taking our foot off the gas a little too much here. And uh, I think getting a team record should motivate you a little bit. There should be some motivation here to do the best you can be. Be the best you can be is the old commercial of the 80s, early 90s used mm-hmm. to say in the military. And I had a little bit of a stint there, guys, uh, but it was in the Navy. But that aside – I think we're going to be fine. I think we're going to beat the Braves. I do worry, however, uh, when we play probably one of the California teams. Um, I'm sick of Trey Turner beating us, guys. Uh, it brought back nightmarish memories of two years ago in a certain game we all rather forget right now. I just and I'm glad we're not playing in that round this year. But uh, and look out for the Cardinals. Be careful what you wish for, guys. Uh, who knows what could happen? I'm, I don't think they're going to go very far. 
but one game playoff, as we found out, you never know. But I, I think we're going to be fine. I just feel there's just a twinge of me that feels right now a little cheated that we had an opportunity to, to, to really have a, you know, break all the records we can. We're going to be lucky to do it now. I just hope we tie it. And I agree with you, Tim, in the long run, it'll be water over, under the bridge. But I, And that's another southern lingo there for me, guys. But um, but I just wish we were in the – I thought we'd get at least 98 wins this year. I'm a little disappointed in that right now. Yeah, but yeah. some things have happened. Let's. I, I still am keeping the faith, guys. I think we're going to still have a, have a nice run here before it's over. But uh, – but, I, I there's just a part of me that's a little bit gotcha. concerned that we've we maybe have taken the foot off the gas just a little more than I would redirect have liked right now. <laughs> just so, redirect mentally. It's a mental exercise, Marshall. Absolutely, that's, and, yeah, I, and I, yeah. in the long run, I think we're going to be fine, guys. And appreciate you letting me uh, you got talk it. here a little longer than normal. And uh, yep. just keep the faith. And by the way, as I let you go. I think Wisconsin's football season's a little bit on trial tomorrow, as are my Tar Heels. Oh, but yeah. how about that Packer win uh, last Sunday night? How about Mason Crosby big. and Aaron Rodgers? And that uh, with big. that, I'll let you go and uh, go Brewers and uh, let's go. Take care. Thank you, Marshall. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. So to, to to expand this mental exercise just a little bit more, uh, you could potentially head into the playoffs. Now, granted. After, after I tell you this, just keep this in mind once, once I am telling you this. Keep in mind, the best thing that may happen to this team is the, the four days off. Because then, then it, it, it puts what you've done to end the season in the rearview mirror that much more. The four days off, it's, it's to com- compartmentalize all of this. And then it's by, by first pitch on Friday... Now it's game on. Who cares? Now it's the now. Okay. Now let me let me give you this. I said if the Brewers get swept in this Dodger series, they'll head into the playoffs losing five of six. If that occurs, did you know they'll head into the playoffs at a five and ten mark in their last fifteen games of the season? Five under five hundred for half a month. That's tough. That's, that's tough. Okay, Marshall mentioned the on switch. Oh, you better you better be able to flip that thing in the in, in the upright position right there. That's that's for sure. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's get in uh, Steve here. Steve, you're on the fan. Good morning. Hey Tim, how's it going? What's happening? Yeah, you know, uh, I'm not really worried going into the playoffs. Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty clear that Craig Council approached the series knowing that he's not going to be able to pitch the you know the guys that he wants as if it were a playoff game. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's just trying to line up the guys in order to have enough. Work. And he should. It, you know, it, you know, going into Sunday because you're going to have four days off, and you know, there's no one pitching aside from like simulated games or whatever. So I I think they're fine. I, I really do. I. It, you know, I, I, I see a lot of guys trashing, you know, Lauer for giving up the grand slam. But if you look back at his numbers, he's, he's, he's had a great year, I think. You know, so, it, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to criticize one guy for giving up one grand slam against a, a great team. 
Um, I mean, it's the Dodgers. They, you know, they won over 100 games. You know, what? what, what I would be slightly guys? more concerned, Steve. I would be slightly more concerned. Not, not much, but slightly. I should say slightly concerned if the Brewers had to play on Monday or Tuesday. This, see that that part of it. I here's where here's where winning the division is going to pay off because because this team now has four days after after Sunday's game to just you know get into that mode again, get into the hype mode, and you're at home and forty two thousand going crazy. Right, and, and the thing that you've hit on you know in, in the last few weeks is you know Council's been he's used to you know trying to coach a team or and manage a team going into the very last days and now we you know you, you have a chance to relax and set up your guys you know the way that he wants and he's he's finally got a chance to do that we're seeing that mm-hmm. we we are steve thank thanks for the call i appreciate it good talking to you again 799-1250 if you want to jump in here it is a different situation now is he is he doing the right things right now he is yes I fully agree with that. They've patterned out not only their starters, but their relievers too. They know exactly over this weekend how much they want to pitch their relievers. You're not forced into anything. They weren't forced into going to Hunter Strickland today if they didn't want to. This, that was a scheduled performance from Hunter Strickland today. Gustave's performance today. And not that he may or may not be on the playoff roster. Either way, it didn't matter. He was programmed out today. Same thing for tomorrow. What do you figure Corbin Burns is going to get tomorrow? I would imagine Corbin, I'm just guessing, but whatever it is, it's scripted out. Four innings, 70 pitches-ish, and that's it. Win, lose, or draw, that's it. That's. But prior to this weekend, that's when Craig Council... All through that, uh, you know that that uh, homestand against the Cardinals, especially uh, that that middle five-game losing streak in there. That maybe Craig Council learned a few things about a different situation that he's in, and and not chasing to where he had the big lead, didn't have to worry too much about things. It was fine. Everything's going to be fine. Maybe he learned a few things there, but for sure, right now. He's, he's right on the money. He's absolute, 100% right on the money. Every manager would do the same thing he's doing right now. All right, we'll get to Craig Council. We'll get to our game recap. There were some, uh, some cool things in this game. Brewers did have a 5-1 lead at one point. They end up losing 8-6. If you want to jump in here, you're more than welcome to do so. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Just two to play in the 21 championship regular season. And then it's four off days. And then it is game on. That's what we've all waited for. We'll be right back. 1250 AM, the fan. The game's over, and Tim Allen is taking your calls now on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show on the fan. Dial them up now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250AMTheFan. You know, I was really into this game, more so than I thought I would be. An 8-6 Brewers loss. Uh, maybe it's just the Dodger matchup. Uh, it's uh, not just the job. I, I mean, 
I'm looking at it from a fan interest perspective. I was really kind of into this game. And it helps when the Brewers are up 5-1. to one. Welcome back. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. There's Toby Altizer filling in late night tonight. Toby, I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, not, not a lot of uh, your colleagues would, would want to do that. But he steps up um, in, uh, in, in the pinch here. And so we go back to a first pitch uh, yesterday. Colton Wong, a leadoff base hit in this one. Uh, Willie Adamas then up 3-1 in the count. Now, uh, keep in mind, Clayton Kershaw on the hill uh, ends up working at full and goes deep for a fly out. Avi Garcia during his at-bat. Wong, a little more on the aggressive side, steals second base, ends up at third on a ground out. And Yelich, little tapper, soft contact, almost beat it out, but Kershaw threw him out. No score to the bottom of the first inning. And Eric Lauer is taking the hill. Now, let's keep in mind, um, since June 9th, this is Eric Lauer. This isn't Woody Burns or Peralta. This is, this is Eric Lauer. Since That's a long time ago. June 9th. That covers 15 appearances. Eric Lauer has the, had the third best ERA in baseball since June 9th. Uh, 241. That's a minimum of 80 innings. But 241, 15 appearances, 14 starts. Wow, Th- those are great numbers. All right, so he's throwing the uh, first pitch in the bottom of the first inning. He gets a couple of outs, and, and Trey Turner hits him for an opposite field two-strike homer. Now that pitch, that pitch there was out of the zone, it was a, your typical, I'm not getting fat on 0-2. I'm throwing out of the zone. It just wasn't out of the zone enough. It just, it just, it just wasn't. All right, so one zip. Um, the uh, Dodgers uh, take, take the lead, and, and it's unfortunate that that, that ball, tra- believe me, Trey Turner is going to hit a bigger home run in this game recap before this is said and done. Top of the second inning, Brewers answer back. A leadoff base hit by Escobar, then a base hit by Luis Urias. Then it's set up Lorenzo Cain. This one lined in the left. That's a base hit. Escobar rounding third. He will come home. Urias will stop at third. And an RBI double for Lorenzo Cain. And we are tied 1-1. Yeah, we'll take that. 1-1, one, one, four hits to that point off Kershaw, an inning plus. Uh, with two on and nobody out, second and third. How about Omar Narvaez gets the ball in play? And this one right back to Kershaw into the shift. The run's going to score to give Milwaukee a 2-1 to lead as Arias comes in. Yeah, good job putting the ball in play. The Dodgers were conceding a run to get it out. Not only does he score the run, but he gets Kane over to third base. It's a good productive out by Omar Narvaez. Two in thus far in that second inning as the Brewers took the two-to-one lead. Runner at third, just one out for Eric Lauer. Mm, Can't get it in play. He strikes out. Uh, And that brought up uh, with two outs and two in, a man on for Colton Wong. This one hammered in the right of base hit, a clutch hit for Wong. As he is rounding first on his way to second 
with a two-out RBI double. And Milwaukee now in front three to one. 43 pitches for Clayton Kershaw. Five hits and three runs through an inning and two-thirds to that point. Dave Roberts comes out, and they take him out of the game. There's some forearm tightness there. We'll see. I'm, I'm assuming there is, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even want to just speculate on that. Um. Now, you you tell me if there's a cooler name in baseball, Toby. You want to pronounce this next uh, pitcher's name for the L.A. Dodgers? Brewster Gratterall? Yeah, Brewster Gratterall. I love it. Guy looks. Guy throws 100, the easiest throw in 100 I've ever seen. Brewster Gratterall. That's a great baseball name. Uh, gets Willie to uh, end the inning on a ground ball, but the Brewers got three runs in that second inning into the bottom half. Lauer, a nice shutdown inning after the Brewers put up those runs. Uh, he gets a big strikeout on a full count curveball to Muncie. Um, nice pick by Escobar at uh, first base on a ball thrown <coughs> by uh, Urias. Then a two-out walk um, gets Barnes to ground out to end that frame. 3-1 into that third inning. Brewers coming to play to that point. The onslaught continues. A one-out infield soft contact single for Christian Yelich. Good hustle, though. It's set up Eduardo Escobar. On the throw from Urias at third. And this one, fair ball down the right field line. Yelich on the move. He is being waved around third. Here's the throw home, and he's in there. And Milwaukee a 4-1 to lead now as Escobar comes through. Escobar turning on one on the inner half of the plate. And once that ball got down the line, you knew Yelts was going to be able to score. And Luis Urias steps to the plate, and he's down 0-2 in the count, starts fouling off pitches, works it back to 2-2, and he comes through. And this one right up the middle base hit. And Escobar being waved home. Here comes the throw. It's going to be late. And Milwaukee adds to its lead. It's now 5-1. to one. Oh, How about that at bat for Luis Arias? Eight hits through two and a third innings of work for the Brewers' offense. And five runs. Louie at first. Kane uh, to the plate. A strike him out, throw him out. Ends that inning right there. Um, you know, more damage done in that third inning. A couple of runs, 5-1 as it went into the uh, bottom half. Lauer just setting them up, knocking them down. Both teams empty in the fourth inning. And we get to the fifth, and uh, let's see here. Yelich, a two-out base hit in that fifth inning. Did hit the ball a little bit better with a base hit to center. But the Brewers did not score in the fifth. Now we get to the uh, bottom half, and the Dodgers blow up. Um, I think it's, I think it's the ambush side of things in that fifth inning that did play a part in this. I I just think the Brewers are a little lax in that, in recognizing what, uh, you know, what, what, what the, uh, the other guys are doing here. Let me, let me get to my notes here and I, and I will tell you. Okay, so in the bottom of the fifth inning, uh, fifth inning, Taylor, Taylor swings at the first two pitches. Barnes uh, came up, 
swung at the second pitch. Pujols uh, took the first two, swung at the third. Uh, Betts swung at the second pitch. Seager then swung at the first pitch. And then Turner hit the first pitch. Now, again, again, I'm going to go back to the full sequence, though. Taylor in that ended up uh, seeing four pitches. That was a deep fly ball uh, that was an out. Two-pitch single for Barnes, three-pitch single for Pujols, Betts four-pitch single, Seager three-pitch pop-up, and uh, first-pitch grand slam by Turner. Again, but just in terms of swinging the bat, first batter Taylor swung at the first two pitches. Barnes, second hitter, swung at the second pitch. That's, that's four pitches in the inning and three swings. Pujols, however, takes the first two pitches, swings at the third. Betts swings at the second pitch. Seeger then swung at the first pitch, and then Turner hit the first pitch. I mean, that to me is where that inning got sideways. I mean, you, this I, I sort of point at Narvaez a little bit for, for the recognition of that or lack thereof. Just saying, guys. I'm just saying. And maybe I'm nitpicking. I don't think so. I've seen it. Uh, Yelich had a leadoff walk in the eighth inning, uh, but he came around to score after a uh, steal of second base. How about Daniel Vogelback off the bench? Here's the 2-2. Vogelback in the left field base hit. Yelich on his way home. And it's an 8-6 to six game as Vogelback delivers the pinch at RBI single. Yeah, by the way, uh, Gustave got beat up for a couple of runs in there as well. But there's your sixth and final one for the run for the crew. 8-6 final. And the Brewers fall in this one. The record now 95-65. and 65, Just two games remaining here in the championship season. In the regular season. And the playoffs can't come soon enough as the Brewers have lost one, two, three of their last four, uh, dating back to the uh, Cardinals series. I've got some breaking news here, Tim. You do. From Bob Nightingale, Clayton Kershaw says it's unlikely he'll be able to contribute in the postseason for the Dodgers after leaving the game with elbow-slash-forearm pain. Yeah, wow, okay. Boy, there. then there's your reason. That wasn't just a ruse by Roberts to get him out of there because he was getting beat on. Wow. Because he had some elbow and, and some issues earlier this season, didn't he, Toby? I'm not 100% sure. but I think it's forearm or elbow issues for, for Kershaw. He missed some time earlier this year. But, well, that's a little bit of a hit for the Dodgers. That's for sure. Although they're pitching, they're front-line guys. And he's not a front-line guy. I think there's there's three guys ahead of him in that rotation, but wow. Okay, we'll take a break here, come back from Craig Council as the Brewers fall 8-6, two to play here in the series, two to play in the regular season, and then it's the postseason. I can't come soon enough. Zappella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show here on The Fan. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. 
Just go to ScholzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show on The Fan. Greg, how did you think about the way Lauer pitched? It was obviously that changeup to Turner uh, did a lot of damage with one swing, but what about the rest of Eric's night? Yeah, I mean, he was, I mean, he had a great four innings. Um, you know, they, they uh, started getting to him kind of the, the, the third time through the lineup, really. But, um, you know, he did a nice job of four innings, and Turner Turner hit a mistake with, with you know, unfortunately a bunch of guys on him. Craig, but with the relievers that you had set up to use and not use time, was it important to try to get Gustave through that, uh, what, seventh inning? Was it, was it important to get him, you know, look like you're trying to let him see if he could get three outs? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, how, how we just designed it is once, I mean, I was open to, I was thinking about going to Brent with Seeger, but once he gave up the homer, then I, then I tried to let Gustave get through the inning. Once we were down, I let Gustave get through the inning. So, so that home run by B just changed what yeah. would or wouldn't have done. Yeah, yeah. Was it was that tough for you to watch though, Craig, with him kind of throwing the ball all over the place like that? No. Hey, what'd you think of uh, Strickland after being away for a while? And, and the, did he look sharp to you? Yeah, I thought Hunter did a nice job. Um, you know, we'll try to get him back into action here. And um, was, uh, had, had a good night, threw the ball well, and commanded the ball well. Craig, once Kershaw left early, it kind of turned into a bullpen game. They just ran through their entire bullpen. Does that make it harder for the hitters? And they just see a different picture every inning? Um, well, I mean, I... I don't, I don't know if, um, you know, I mean, I, it's a little different. I think that's the advantage relievers have is they only have to see a hitter once. Um, you know, eventually you're asking a lot of guys to have a good night, but I think it's, it's tough. Bullpen games are tough when you, when you're only seeing one pitcher, hopefully, you know, generally when you're doing that, you, you can't last as a staff doing that. Um, but obviously we're at the end here, so they'll, they should be able to survive it. But um, yeah, we weren't able to get much going, um, you know, and did a nice job against Gratterall, but that was the only guy we really, um, you know, got, got a good rally going against. Looked look like Escobar had a bunch of good at bats tonight. You had to be happy with that. I know at times this, he's been kind of searching for it a little bit the last couple of weeks, but he sure swung about good tonight. Yeah, no, the first two at bats, um, and then you know, left-handed, I think, is probably the area where he's, um, you know, we need the production from. He's he's swung the bat good right-handed to me all year, but he's been a little funk left-handed as much as anything. So, had the double, um, you know, driving some runs. Um, so it was a good sign. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and smart home technology, simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show on The Fan. And this one hammered left field, and we are tied. Wow. A two-out grand slam 
for Turner. Yeah, there it was on Valley Sports Wisconsin as uh, the Brewers fall 8-6 and this one had a 5-1 lead and that thing right there tied it up. Normally, I don't like uh, playing the other guy's highlights, but that was just such a, a pivotal moment in this game. I mean, they don't get that. They probably uh, lose the game, the Dodgers. All right, there's your ABC audio video play of the game and this Brewers 8-6 loss. All right, going back to Craig Council, what I just heard, and I think I made mention of this yesterday. I've been listening to Craig Council for since May of uh, 2015, basically twice a day during the regular season, dur- during the season, S- six months of baseball, twice a day. I may have missed one or two here or there, but I've heard that dude talk. He does not seem happy, guys. I'm telling you right now, he does not seem happy. So when he says that these games, whatever happens in these games doesn't have anything to do with next Friday, I don't think that coincides with his attitude right now. I don't think it does. He's down. He sounds as down as I've heard him. It's it's almost curt in a way it's real short and it's just real like there there's there's not a lot of we got a great team here we're playing out the string here we're getting things lined up for next friday that just sounds he sounds i don't know if you guys are getting this at all and and maybe it, maybe i hear you know craig council a, a lot more than you guys uh, to have a little bit better beat on it, but I don't. He- I don't hear a normal Craig Council the last I don't know week or so. Now again, his team's been losing. I understand, uh, but man, he he just sounds different to me. He he just does. I, I I don't know what to read into that, but I'm just telling you. I'm pointing out what I'm hearing. My ears are telling me it doesn't sound like a normal Craig Council right now given the fact that they're 30 games over 500 and heading into an NLDS next Friday. Wow. Okay. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, all right. We'll take a break. We'll come back here from Eric Lauer and yeah, they got to him in that fifth inning. Let's hear from the Brewers left-hander up next here. Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin post game show here on the fan. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. You know, just one guy kind of got you, Trey Turner. Uh, and in the first inning, it looked like the pitch might have even been where you wanted it, up and out of the strike sign up. I'm guessing the changeup was not that he hit for a slam. Um, yeah. Yeah, Trey got me a little bit today. He took some good swings. I think that first one was, the first one was exactly where I wanted to throw it and he just got to it. And then the changeup is obviously the worst pitch I threw today. Eric, where was that changeup supposed to go? Low. 
not down the middle. Eric, you've been on such a good run. Did, you know, did, will you be able to move past tonight? I know now you're not happy, but you've been on such a good run. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy with how I threw the ball other than one pitch, really. Um, they they had a lot go their way that inning. I think there was a couple opportunities that, I mean, things we get a we get a better bounce than we do. We get we get out of that scot free, but um, they put they got some luck and then they got some good hits. So um, I'm happy with how I threw the ball every other pitch except for that one. Eric, we know that when you guys are out there, you're you know, doing everything you can to win the game. Are these games a little weird the last week or so as you've gotten close and then then wrapped it up, wrapped up the division? Um, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't say they're weird. There's definitely there's a little bit different feel to them because you know that you're already in and everything. But I mean, everybody wants to go out there and finish the season strong, keep their numbers where they're at, you know. Uh I mean, we're out there to compete and play. It's what we like to do. So, knowing that we're knowing that we're already in doesn't really change the fact that we want to win uh, every game we can. Eric, is there any uh, you know concern that you know going into the playoffs, these games that don't really matter, that you lose your edge before you get to the postseason, or just how do you guys feel about it? Um, I think we're looking at these this kind of games as uh, warm up games for the playoffs because I mean we're playing a playoff team so it's a good it's a good chance to really test ourselves and kind of get the ball rolling and try to try to go uh, just head on into this this postseason. I mean we're playing a good team, good lineup. It's going to be a good test, so it gives us a taste of what it's going to be like. What's on tap for the crew? What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show on The Fan. I think I'm a lot happier than those players and that manager are. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, just, wow. Okay. Did, does it not seem like... Uh, they're just down in the dumps, Toby, or is it just me? Yeah, I mean, they don't sound like a team, like you said, that has won 30 or 30 games over 500, has already locked up a spot in the postseason, has won that <laughs> clinched their division already. They don't sound like that. They sound like they're uh, demoralized almost. <laughs> yes, they do. It's, I mean, I'm not poking fun at, at them necessarily, but I'm just poking fun maybe at myself. Maybe I'm a little too giddy about – Oh, I don't know. A chance to be the best Brewers regular season team of their franchise history? That's a good spot to be in. These games are weird. And Hondacore was right. That's a good question. He was right on the money there. And Lauer said they feel a little bit different. Then, you know, then they, they get, again, they, they want to win. I get it. But my goodness, it's not the end of the world here. You're 30 games over 500. I'm more concerned about the council thing. So, Lauer, I think Lauer has pitched his way into a rotation next year. Team control guy. I think he has. 
I want to, I want to see, I want to see him follow this up. That's going to be interesting next year, but, uh, wow. Okay. Well, there's a, uh, second game of this three game set and, uh, they still have, again, they still have a chance to win the 97. They're at 95. Now they're going to need a victory. They got a good guy on the mound, Toby, uh, pretty, pretty cool, uh, pitching matchup for tomorrow's game too. Yeah, it'll be a fun one. Another lefty on the mound for the Dodgers and Julio Arias comes in with a 19 and three record, 3.01 ERA and 179 innings pitched. And then you're going up against your ace, one of the best pitchers in the National League this year, possible Cy Young winner, and Corbin Burns, 11 and four record, a 2.29 ERA and 165 innings pitched. I think it's kind of interesting that they were talking about Corbin Burns not being able to win the. Cy Young because of the innings pitched. He's only thrown 14 fewer innings than Urias here, and Urias has pitched quite well all year. 165, assuming he goes 4-5 tomorrow, 170 innings. That's not bad. No, not at all. And and uh, I'm not real sure that uh, what did the Dodgers do? I, I don't know. Did they do a six-man rotation? Did they skip a start here and there? Did they have, uh, you know, the injury list uh, issues that the Brewers had? You know, so that, that still is – yeah, that's not a not a bad inning separation. I mean, I would consider that to be about the same. I mean, you're looking at a start and a half maybe, somewhere in there between the two. So we'll see what Corbin does. And I think the plan tomorrow, Toby, is to uh, probably go about four innings. I know uh, their guy, they want to get a 20-game winner, so they're going to go five with him. I would suspect that's the case and uh, give him a chance to, to get win number 20. But – Corbin Burns, uh, four innings-ish, if he's feeling good, he's, if he's feeling uh, surgical, if you will, and he's got things rolling uh, in a lower pitch count, maybe he does go a little bit more than four, but not much, not much more. You, you heard Woody in his last start uh, say that they had an idea, but from his perspective, he, re- he really didn't want to know. He just He's going to go out and have the same you know, mindset um, that he has every other start, but I'm sure Corbin Burns, same deal. I'm sure he has a, an indication of, of where, you know, council is going to go to, uh, go to get him. But, uh, all right, well, that's game two. And then, uh, Hey, join us on uh, Sunday because we will wrap up the regular season, the 21 championship regular season, uh, having a conversation about the Milwaukee Brewers. And then it's, then it's the postseason. But it's four off days. Those four off days, I think, are maybe the most important four days of the season. <laughs> really, with uh, with all honesty here. So hopefully the Brewers can bounce back and give, give themselves a shot on Sunday to break the franchise mark. All right, that's going to do it for us. You guys have a great night. Uh, for Toby Altizer, my name is Tim Allen. Well, have a great morning. We'll talk to you soon, and despite the outcome here, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.